calling all my fellow spenders. If your tendency is to want to spend versus save, today's episode is for you. Now, being a spender is not a bad thing. Sometimes people who naturally want to save instead of spend have to be reminded that it is okay to spend money. So there really isn't a right or wrong, but we do want to make sure that our actions are in alignment with our goals, right? So if your spending sometimes has control over you and you would like to take back the reins, grab a pen and paper because we are going to cover three things that you can do to help you go from spender to saver. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. Okay, so I just have to tell you and be fully transparent before we even get into this, that I am actually more of a spender if I had to label myself as something than a saver. I love me a good Target run or strolling around home goods with a latte in my hand, slowly with no agenda, and just letting home goods tell me what I need, right? So naturally, I have had to learn to make adjustments with the goals that we have. And and quite honestly, in many seasons of our life, it was out of necessity. There was no money to be spent. And unfortunately, credit cards were basically maxed out. So even if I wanted to spend in those seasons, I couldn't. And getting to that place and being forced into not spending really makes you reevaluate what you need and what you don't. Now, the good news is that you can absolutely turn the ship around if it doesn't look the way that you want it to look. And it doesn't have to mean that you are going on a spending freeze or breaking up with all of your favorite stores. This is not like a crash dieting mentality. There is a room to spend money. But like I mentioned in the intro, you also want to make sure that you are the one in control. If you are in control of your spending, that is a great place to be. If your spending is in control of you or your thoughts around money or your actions around money are dictating your behavior, that's not where we want to be, right? So here are three things that you can do that are going to help you go from spender to saver. So number one is to unsubscribe. It used to be back in the day, back in the day before smartphones, it used to be that in order for you to be tempted, you needed to physically walk into a store to experience that temptation or maybe turn on your TV and see a commercial or possibly listen to a radio commercial or something. Now that temptation follows us wherever we go, right in the palm of our hands. So some things that you might want to consider unsubscribing to if you have that tendency to purchase things that you weren't planning on purchasing because an email or because an influencer. 
The first thing is store emails and apps. Okay, so if you are getting emails from a store, I would say 90% of the time, if we were to really analyze it, do we really need those emails? Not really, right? If it's tempting you to buy something that you were not intending to buy or that was not in your budget, it's got to go, right? So unsubscribing from those emails or taking the apps off of your phone. So for me, one of those um, apps that I got rid of was Amazon. And I know you might be thinking, like, how do you live without Amazon? I don't live without Amazon. I just don't have it on my phone. So if I want to purchase something from Amazon, I have to physically go to my computer and type in Amazon.com. I don't have it at the palm of my hand. So sometimes just removing the instant access to those things just makes it easier for you to like mindlessly, to not mindlessly scroll, right? The mindless scrolling sometimes and all of a sudden you have a cart full of things that were never even on your brain five minutes before that. So unsubscribing to store emails and apps. The second thing that you can unsubscribe to or unfollow is any any Instagram account or any social media account really that either makes you feel negatively about your current financial situation. You know what I'm talking about. You're t- I'm talking about the perfect Instagram influencer that her kids are always wearing matching clothes. They're always on these perfect vacations. Their home is absolutely immaculate. And all it does is make you feel some kind of way about yourself. Sometimes not only is that bad for our mental health, but that can make you spend money that you weren't thinking to spend. She has these beautiful throw pillows and now I'm buying beautiful throw pillows. You know, her kids are wearing matching things. And so now I'm buying my kids matching clothes because I feel when I see that account that I should be doing that or it makes me think that that's what I want. So unfollowing that, unfollowing influencers who are selling you products that are tempting you. So if you are up late at night scrolling on Instagram and you're seeing all these super cute outfits and it's making you start shopping when you weren't anticipating that or weren't planning for that or weren't budgeting for that, just go ahead and unfollow them. You can unfollow them or you can mute accounts. So it doesn't have to be a a forever breakup. It just means that right now in this season, I'm not going to spend my time focusing on that because I know the goals that I have. I know where I'm going and my actions need to be in alignment with that. And these accounts, these emails, these apps are not in support of where I'm going. And so for right now, I'm pressing pause on that. When you find yourself being tempted to impulse buy, remind yourself, hey, five minutes ago, I did not even know that these boots existed. And now I, for some reason, can't live without them. Did you know that people will make decisions emotionally and then try to justify intellectually? So we basically decide that we want something and then we try to sell ourselves on that thing. Like, actually, I really do need boots because the ones that I have are for work. And I need some that are a little more casual and these boots help with arch support and my feet have been a little more sore lately. So these will definitely help with that, right? Are you relating to this? Have you done this? Because I know that I have. So if you find yourself selling yourself, that might be a good indicator that, hey, I need to hit the pause button because I'm selling myself right now on this purchase, which means I might be trying to justify because I'm making an emotional buy. 
All right, the number two thing that you can do to go from spender to saver is to learn to enjoy transferring money to your savings account just as much as you do spending that money. So did you know that there's actually science behind why you love to spend? Studies have shown that the simple act of shopping lights up our brain with dopamine, which is that feel-good hormone. So dopamine is a neurotransmitter. It helps control the brain's reward and pleasure centers. And so it enables us to not only visualize rewards, but to take action to move towards those. So in other words, we get a little reward every time we shop because we're getting that hit of that feel-good hormone. So what if we trained ourselves to get that same good feeling when we transferred money into our savings account instead of when we spend it? So when you do actually transfer money into your savings account, I want you to sit with that feeling, like sit and stare at that savings account going up. Visualize what it's going to look like the next time that you sit and you do that. Visualize what it's going to look like when you reach your savings goal. What will that mean for you? What will that mean for your family? What will that mean for how you are changing your story, which then changes future generations? Think about what it really means. How is that getting you to your ultimate goal? How will you feel when you reach that goal? And how will you celebrate? It is a total mindset shift when you go from being excited to spend to being excited to save. And you can actually train yourself to do that. But it does take intentionality. And doing just those few things can help that become your new normal. Okay, and then the number three thing is going to be to practice contentment. This one can be hard, I know. And first of all, I want to say that your feelings are valid if contentment isn't coming naturally to you right now, and maybe you have some things that you're frustrated with. Those feelings are valid, okay? Contentment doesn't mean disregarding your feelings about something. So if your car has duct tape on the door, that does suck, okay? And I may or may not be coming from personal actual experience that I've had with a past car, okay? But It's about maintaining a spirit of peace about where you currently are while you're working towards the next thing. So for us, we have been living in our house now for nine years. And when we bought this house, it was brand new. So we were the first people to ever own this house. We got builder basic features and we plan to update it later. Can anyone else relate to this? You buy a new house and you're like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then years pass and those things haven't gotten done, right? We have not been able to do it yet because one thing or another, right? Something comes up and, you know, we need to divert our resources to that or timing or, you know, we we had young kids crawling around and it was like, why would we fix this now when they're just going to mess it up, right? So the one thing that truly, (laughs) that truly tests my contentment is the carpet, okay? It is the cheapest quality carpet, right? We got Builder Basic because we were planning on replacing them. And honestly, it was probably only meant to last a few years at most, not nine years, okay? And I get frustrated when I see just how worn out it looks because I would love to have HGTV-worthy wood floors, and I know that one day we will. But for now, 
build your basic carpet has to be it. It just does. And so here's what I do when I find myself getting frustrated looking at it. I remind myself that the thing that I am now currently frustrated with is the thing that I once prayed for. When we bought this house, I was on cloud nine. I was so happy that I was going to get to raise my babies in this house with this dang carpet and grow old with my husband here. This house and everything in it was the answer to a prayer. And now nine years later, I want to rip the carpet out with my bare hands. (laughs) Literally, we were just looking at a video of our kids dancing around the other day. And the only thing that I could notice was the carpet is like, I don't know what it's called, but it's like bunching up in a certain area. And that was the first thing that my brain went to instead of watching my babies dancing, right? So like I'm telling you, it is valid to feel the feelings, but we are in a space of holding space for wanting to move forward while at the same time being grateful for where we are now. So that car that you are driving, that you are so sick and tired of, it's totally okay for you to strive for more. But while you're waiting for that time to come, remember how excited you were when you got the keys to that car and it was your own car. And for the first time you got to drive that car. So there you have it. Three things that you can do to help you go from spender to saver. Are you guys excited to implement some of these today? I hope so. I hope that you paused as we went along so that you could go transfer some money into your savings account and feel that dopamine rush. And if you are a spender and you want to start doing more things that savers do, head on over to my Instagram at moneymindfulmoms. Send me a DM with what you're going to try to do from this episode. I would love to hear your progress. All right, I'm gonna see you guys on the next episode. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really makes a difference and it is the best way that you can say thank you. Also, I would love to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram and find me at Money Mindful Moms. Connect with me there. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.